0: Hi, I'm Ellen and it's way too fucking early. <laughs> and Hi. it's all my fault.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Jasmine. We're recording this early cuz Ellen arranged it. And I know it would have been far too scared to arrange it this early for her. Yeah. <laughs> and this is High, High Expectations. expectations.
0: I keep thinking that I'm like, why did Jaslyn want us to come in so early? And then I was like, it's not Jaslyn's fault, Alan, yes.
1: it's your fault. <laughs> you did it. Can you imagine your what you had said if I were like, Alan, we're going to have to record at eight AM on Sunday. I'd just say fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, fine, sure. <laughs> this is our fourth episode of Sorry, you're wonderful series. If you've been living in a Kimmy Schmidt bunker <laughs> and you don't know what Sorry Wonderful episodes are, the wear our guest shares a, a letter they've been written, a diary entry, a letter to themselves, sometimes from a friend, an ex partner.
0: So, someone of importance. Someone yeah. of importance
1: and special in their lives. And maybe they go on a journey discovering what it was like back then and what they're like now. And they realise that in their hearts they were wonderful all along. Uh, except for
0: our last episode, in which Sean said he had made no progression whatsoever. Which, you know, was
1: was kind of fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm going to that. We ha- have a, a guest that's one of our podcasting friends. You might have heard her doing our outro for our 90s nostalgia episode, because she has a podcast about Allie McBeal called Bygones. And her name is... Laura well, Jane. We're just going to say hi. <laughs>
2: hi, guys. <laughs> thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm Laura Jane, uh, or some people call me LJ. And yep, I host Bygones podcast, which is an Ali McBeal rewatch podcast. And so I'm really pleased to be on High
1: Expectations today. And what are you going to be sharing with us today?
2: I am gonna take you back 10, 11 years. (laughs) So if you imagine what life was like in 2007 and 2008, for you um well for me i was living in new york um as you can probably tell by my accent i'm from the uk london to be precise i had just graduated in 2007 from uni and the first thing i did when i graduated was um accept an internship to new york for a year and i'd never been to america before i'd certainly never lived anywhere on my own before, while I was out there for the entire year, myself and my best friend from university emailed each other back and forth. She uh, and I kept in contact that way, even though Skype did exist. And we do reference that in our emails, we seemed to save all our kind of DNM type conversations for our emails, because they were, I don't know, there's just something nice about writing your thoughts down uninterrupted using, you know, the written or typed word, I suppose. So and obviously a lot happened in a year. So I <laughs> thought that this would be quite an interesting set of correspondence to do for this series on high expectations because uh, it was quite a unique time in my life. Um, and it is doubly funny to look back because actually it turns out I ended up finding or meeting my husband during that year and there are a few references to him as well in the emails, which is quite funny to look back on for me.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. All right, let's hear um, email number one. I've picked three emails that I
2: think, I guess show my experience of the year uh, the best. Uh, First email is from me to my friend. uh, Her name is Holly. It was sent on Thursday, November the 29th, 2007 at (laughs) 6.16pm. And the subject line was Thanksgiving, but it was spelt with all the vowels taken out and an X replacing the K and the S because I was just, that cool, I guess. <laughs> well, that was a cool way of saying it. For a bit of context, before I read the email, I went out there in the September of two thousand and seven. So I'd only been out there for a couple of months by this point, um, and I came back in September of two thousand and eight. I begin the email with just a picture of a autumn leaf, and I was really into like sending pictures as part of my email for some reason at that time. I think I was trying to create memes before memes were really a thing. Um I'd been reading a lot of <laughs> Perez Hilton at the time as well. So I was I used to kind of draw over the pictures and write captions and stuff like in MS Paint. So there'll be a bit of that later. So the email starts well. So there's a nice big fall brackets, oh, okay autumn close brackets leaf for you. So let us commence the tale of Thanksgiving in America. And then there's a heading <laughs> And it says, Wednesday, a.k.a. Thanksgiving Eve. Today started off good because we had a half day at work. Everyone was in the holiday mood and I was excited about my trip to the Catskills, which is an area north of New York, um, yet also a little nervous. After work, I went with my friend Russell, sidebar, Russell is the future husband, (laughs) to (laughs) to pick up my hire car at Newark Airport. The plan was he would drive me there, we would pick up the car and then follow each other back to Jersey City, which is where we were living. It all seemed so simple. Wrong! We got there okay, <laughs> picked up the car okay, managed to find the exit out of the airport okay, and then Russell realises he's in the wrong lane to join the interstate back to Jersey City, changes at the last minute, therefore not leaving me enough time to switch lanes... So I have literally been in an American car for two seconds and I find myself on my own, no map, no directions, my cell phone running out of battery at night, going the wrong way on the interstate. Many no. exclamation marks. <laughs> I tell you, I have never been so scared in my entire life. And then I give some explanation. Interstates are like huge, massive motorways. Like think of the biggest motorway you've ever driven on and add another 10 lanes. <laughs> it was crazy shit. <laughs> and I was going the wrong way and trying to make saints of the signs. And oh my actual God, I managed to come off at the next exit and kept trying to make my way back to Newark because I thought if I got there, I can just start again. I managed it in the end but then once I got on the right road I came off at the wrong exit so I got lost again
1: (laughs) and I ended up
2: under a motorway bridge at a weird junction waiting for the lights to change no other cars around and a homeless guy trying to get in my car (laughs) and then in brackets Thank God American cars lock automatically. I guess that technology hadn't reached the UK at that point. (laughs) 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 Then I managed to find Holland Tunnel, which I knew was really close to where I lived. But I thought I'd managed to get in a lane, which I couldn't get out of. And I thought I was actually going to go in the tunnel to Manhattan. And I was really scared because I thought if I get to Manhattan, I have no idea how I'm going to get back home. I was like crying my eyes out. But then all of a sudden, I saw a gas station and I decided to pull over and ask someone or look at the map or whatever. So I do that. And as I'm looking at the map, some random is like, are you lost? And I'm like wailing. I know I live here, but I don't know where. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) And he's like, follow me. So I do. And then I realize I live like literally around the corner from the gas station. Question mark, exclamation mark, repeat a million times. It's just, it all looks so different at night. Ha 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 ha. He must have thought I was actually crazy. Ha 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 ha. But I got home. It had taken me an hour and a half to drive a 15 minute journey. I was so shaken up about the whole ordeal. I decided not to go to Mark Ronson, which was a concert I'd apparently agreed to go to at that, on that night. Also, me and Russell figured out we needed to leave at like 8am the next day, so I got an early night. It turned out the people that went to Mark Ronson didn't get home till 6am, so I'm quite glad I stayed in. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a new heading. Thursday, Turkey Day! Got up at 7am to get ready to leave for 8. Well done, me. Pat on back. Oh Yeah! I was going to say, I put in capital letters, how shit is it that we're not in the Euros? What I'm talking about there is the European football tournament that they have every couple of years. And clearly we didn't get in that year for some reason. Um, But then I go, boo. I can't believe there will be no football madness this summer. Although I guess that's kind of good because I'm not going to be in the country anyway. But yeah, I was not happy. So we set off to the Catskills. This time I had three other people in the car and my friend Isabel was navigating and we got there with no problems. I tell you, it was amazing to be driving like on the massive open roads and then get up to the country. The leaves were amazing, like such fantastic colours and the scenery was generally amazingly spectacular. I say amazing a lot, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) We got to the cabin, which was the cutest thing you've ever actually seen. And actually, (laughs) it had all these (laughs) rustic touches like cowboy hats on the walls and stuff and a real fire and a hot tub and all wood and stone and cuteness. But it was mahoosive as well. There were eight of us there and we all had our own room. That night we had Thanksgiving dinner at a restaurant (laughs) in a town nearby that we had booked. It was cool. We had turkey and mashed potato and yams and cranberry sauce and stuffing and then pumpkin pie for dessert. It was surprisingly yummy. (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got home and played Pictionary and got all kinds of drunk. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. When we got out of the restaurant, it started snowing. It was so cool. I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) New heading, Friday. Today, we went for a massive long walk up an actual mountain. It was so cold, like minus four. That would be centigrade. I don't know what it would be in Fahrenheit. <laughs> but we wrapped up warm and followed this trail all the way to the top of the mountain. And when we got there, I've never seen such views. It was spectacular, like trees and leaves for miles and miles. Up the top there, the mountain streams were all frozen with icicles. It was magical. Then we drove home and got more drunk that night, decided to go in the hot tub. It was the most bizarre thing, like minus four in a hot tub with a vodka and Coke under the stars. That's me. That's where I am. That's what I'm doing right now. No biggie. Yes, biggie. <laughs> that was a, a, a line from Futurama. It was my Dr. Zoidberg moment. <laughs> but while we were in there, it was so cold that the vodka bottle froze to the steps. And I somehow had the inspired idea to pick up the steps put them in the hot tub so that the heat would melt the bottle off. I was so drunk, so I'm impressed I remembered such things as heat melts ice, ha ha ha. (laughs) So then I got out of the hot tub to go back inside and because I'd got the steps wet, It had immediately frozen over and were all icy, so I just stepped out and went completely arse over tit in my bikini, soaking wet at minus four. (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Everyone was laughing and it was freaking hilarious. Then I ran inside because I was actually the most cold I've ever been in my life, ever. But my knee was all scratched to fuck where I'd fallen over, blood everywhere, bit of a mare. (laughs) 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 But someone... (laughs) Someone had remembered to bring the band-aid so it was all good in the hood. I fell asleep on the sofa. Ha ha ha. New heading, Saturday. Today we didn't do an awful lot because we were still knackered from the previous day's walk. My ass was killing me. Ha ha. (laughs) But we decided to go shopping to find some food to cook a proper old-fashioned dinner of spag bowl. We cooked so much food. It was amazing. There was this huge table that we sat on. It was lovely. And then more drunken games. Poker this time. And then the final heading, (laughs) Sunday. Sunday. We drove home, the end. (laughs) Oh, I had to give the car back, which I was really upset about, but oh well, Russell said we can plan another trip for the new year, yay. Such a good weekend. So this week has been a shock to the system after my four day weekend. Plus we are mega busy trying to finish all of our projects at work by the end of the year. Crazy. The most exciting thing this week is that right now this second, my parents are flying to come and see me for the weekend. I am so excited. My mum literally wants to do everything in the world though. So it's gonna be a busy few days. Okay, it's 10 past six now and I have stayed behind at work to write you this email. I think that's dedication. I am looking forward to one back and I am mega excited about my Christmas parcel. I am concocting one to send back out to you as well. Glad your essay writing is improving and that you're putting the money to good use on Chinese food. Always good. Miss you loads. And then in big letters, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. And then lots of kisses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. A lot to unpack here. Yeah. Was Russell your friend at the time or your like boyfriend? At
2: that point... <laughs> Nothing had actually happened. We worked together in the same office for a a bit of context. And there was a big group of us that went on that trip. And some of them were also people that worked in the same office, but some of them were also interns at other uh, companies. There were about, I think, nine of us that were on the trip. And Russell was one of them. He was like a friend, definitely a friend of mine, but I think we'd started going to the cinema together because we're both really into movies and he would often get free tickets to like preview screenings. So that was kind of the beginning of our friendship when we started going to those together. So we were definitely doing that. I don't know if you noticed, but the day where I fell over out of the hot tub, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) drunkenly fell over on the ice um, and I say, oh, I just fell asleep on the sofa. What I didn't mention was I fell asleep like on his lap so to speak like my head was just lying there and then we woke up yeah I know um, and then we like woke up and like went to our separate bedrooms like nothing happened but that was the point at which I was like I remember thinking he smells really nice like clean Aww. like <laughs> Like a nice clean boy. <laughs> um And yeah, and I just remember being like, oh, why have I got to go to bed? I'd like to just sleep here. It's quite nice. But nothing had actually kind of, there'd been no like romantic anything between us at that point. That trip was the beginnings of my thinking, huh, this Russell guy, eh? Maybe there's something to explore there. I don't know. Maybe I want to get to know him a bit more. So yeah. Okay, cool. That's really sweet. Is he from (laughs) the US or the UK? He's from the UK. So the internship that we went on was a bunch of British graduates, bring them all over to the US, dump them in various companies um, for a year so that they can intern and get some international experience and then they go home. And they do the same the other way around. So US kids go over to the UK and do a similar thing. So we were all from the UK. We um, are living in the same place in Jersey City. So we all knew each other from living together, but we were all placed in various different companies. Russ and I just happened to be in the same company.
1: Okay. When you lost him on the motorway, and you, he, you so had angry. been gone for like a good hour or so, what was he thinking? What was he doing? Yeah, he, he just went home. Yeah. Good, good, wow. good question, Jaslyn. What was he thinking? And what, what was, was he doing? He doing?
2: <laughs> I'm still mad about this to this day. <laughs> So he, he was, we were going, meant to be going in tandem back to Jersey City. And he just switched at the last minute because he realized he was in the wrong lane and going the wrong way. And if it had been me that was leading someone who was following me, I just would have gone the like if I realized that the person behind me wouldn't have had a chance to change lanes and knew that they were already nervous about driving for the first time in a foreign country. There's no way I would have done that. I would have kept and just figured out and, and sort of found a way to lead everyone back to where we should have been. Not Russ. No, no, no. Always looking out for number 1 <laughs> is my husband. <laughs> he he is better now. So, he just switched lanes, managed to get back in the normal amount of time because he ended up going the right way. Got back to the building. So, we both actually lived in the same building but in different apartments. So, um, he got back and was like, "Huh, I wonder, wonder where LJ's gone. She's she's obviously not back yet." I an hour later, after my big ordeal, managed to get back. The first thing I did after parking the car was go to his apartment, knock on the door, and be, "What the fuck do you think you are <laughs> I have never been so angry, and I, you know, and as you can tell, I'm still mad now. But I gave him the biggest bollocking I think he'd ever had, and he was like, "He was like, oh, I just, I just thought you'd be able to work it out," and I was like, "Work it out! Work it out! I can't." Even and this was before smartphones don't forget so we didn't even have like google maps to look at all i had was this stupid motorola thing that was next to useless and uh yeah i just made him feel really really bad and he was like Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i didn't think i didn't think i didn't think and he apologized profusely but yeah yeah he won't be doing that again
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even agree to it. I'm just that nervous about driving. So, yeah. Wouldn't even happen. I'd be like, "You can drive both cars." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know I know the thing is I hadn't driven in the US but I was quite a confident driver in the UK oh, but obviously right, yeah. it had been it had been a couple of months since we had been out there so I hadn't been in a car for a few months and also I'd never driven in a foreign country and on a different side of the road and all that kind of stuff so we had like a couple of goes around the airport car park before we set off but I was still a bit like ooh, and it's a new car and all that stuff and I was just like you idiot I can't believe you thought it was okay to just ditch me like that what an idiot
1: He's learned <laughs> another thing that stood out to me was your description oh, yeah. of the Thanksgiving dinner. Because the first time I ever had it at an American Thanksgiving dinner in America, I hadn't had pumpkin pie mm. before either, and I was expecting it to be not very really nice because you know, we have it as roast vegetable here, and it was really nice and it was was, yeah. sweet, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was I was quite surprised. I haven't had it since, but I would again Never every year
2: <laughs> since. I came back from America, I have actually made, I was clearly so enamoured by the Thanksgiving concept that I've made it every year since. Um, So every November, I always do a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, And it started off just doing it for my friends in London. But actually, I think after about three years of that, my mum and dad were like how come you only make thanksgiving for your friends how where where's our invite like why can't we do it so i now go to my parents because they have a bigger house and like all my family come and i just do it for the entire family every year <laughs> was oh, wow! of so, oh, cool. like, we want in on this Thanksgiving action. So yeah, it's kind of nice. It's like a bit of America came back with me. Like it was a good bit to, to kind of import back to the UK. Oh,
1: that's really nice. Anything else <laughs> from the emails? <laughs> I don't know. It's just really relatable, like falling
0: over when you were drunk and like the clumsiness things like that I, I really relate to that <laughs> I'm also very clumsy I'm like
2: really clumsy at the best of times so what I was thinking like that I'd be able to just walk along on in ice wet I don't know I'm um, obviously I, I, I had drunk a lot like I'm not even kidding I don't even know how my liver's still functioning got so many bruises like on my legs and arms and people are even like where did you get that and I'm like I don't know One of the many times that I've fallen over. You don't even remember it after a while, eh? (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, let's go to a new email. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Oh, yeah. I've been a bit stressed out the last couple of days because it was a deadline for applying to move rooms and shiz. I'm bloody pissed off, right? Because, well, let me start at the beginning. My friend Russell friend applied to be the RA which means get the single room in his apartment and he said that if he did I could move into the triple room and then him and his friend Tom would have the other two rooms and I was like yeah cool fine Tom and Russell went to the Catskills with me I don't know if I've mentioned them before I had (laughs) anyway it was like okay I like it because they're both friends of mine and Russell's apartment is nicer than mine is now but then it went tits up because Russell didn't get RA for his apartment and some random did so Russell was going to move into Tom's apartment to share his room instead because another girl got RA there who already lives there and I was thinking okay I'd quite like to move in there because Tom's apartment is stunning but I'd need to make sure it's okay with this girl Danielle who lives there already but I don't really know her that well And then Tom's like, some other girl Jude is going to move into Danielle's room too. It's a triple. So I was like, okay, I need to check that it's okay with Jude too. So basically, I organised an evening where we would be watching Home Alone, because it was Christmas, and I invited Jude and Danielle so that I could hang out with them and ask them properly, because the deadline for applying was the next day. But before I could even mention anything like that, right at the start, before we even put the film on, Jude gets a phone call from Sarah who is the girl I share a room with at the moment, saying, from what I can gather, I want to move into that flat, but I haven't asked anyone, help me. And Jude is better friends with Sarah than she is with me. So Jude was like, because of course, everyone who was gonna be living in that flat was there because I'd bloody organized it that way. Oh, Sarah wants to move in. Is that okay? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, and I've done like an emoticon, shocked face (laughs) for the following reasons. A, this is, in, this is in massive, I changed the font size, I was so angry, it's in huge letters. <laughs> A, she stole my idea. B, it wasn't even by accident, because she knew I wanted to live with Russell and Tom initially, because she was there in the Catskills when I asked them when I thought we were going to be living in Russell's flat. And plus, all week I've been saying, I think I'm going to try and live in Tom's flat, but I need to ask Danielle. Danielle. C, she had been invited to the home alone thing, but she didn't even bother to turn up, so she knew they were all going to be there. Oh. D. D. Ah. I was annoyed because I had made a proper effort to ask people in person if I can live with them because it's just nicer that way than emailing or phoning, and she just swoops in and calls and steals my place, effectively. E, she didn't bother to spend time with people, she just calls them up and they don't really have a choice. F, they didn't even realise they had a choice in the first place because once they'd all said yes, I didn't want to be all like making a scene about how I want to live there because it all pretty much got decided in like five seconds gee, she keeps doing shit like this. We're friends with a lot of the same people, but randomly we don't really hang out with them at the same time ever. Not because I don't want to, but right from when we first got here, people would invite me to things and I'd invite whoever was around, including Sarah. But if she got invited to things and she knew I was friends with them, she would never say, do you want to come to XYZ like you would do? I always got the feeling that she would deliberately try and keep it for me that there was something happening because she didn't want me to know which is when I started being like well fuck you then I'm not going to tell you if someone invites me to something and you know them as well But the weird thing about all of this is that it's all subtext. Like, none of this has ever been spoken about out loud. It's a total behind the scenes thing. She's as nice as (laughs) apple pie to my face. (laughs) H, she's a disgusting pig. Her bed is always a mess. Like, when my mum came, she saw it and was like, "Ooh, who lives there? It's a hole. I'm so sorry you have to look at that all day. and danielle is really tidy and i just know we would have made a better fit living together but no one's ever going to know that now because it's not like you can talk about how tidy people are when people like other people because then certain people i.e me looks like a bitch and that's not the image one wants to convey with a group of people that you've only known for three months i (laughs) this is the final point i can't even talk about this with anyone for that exact same reason i don't want people to think i'm being a complete bitch because i have been sitting on this for so long that if i do talk about it i'm gonna explode pretty much just like i have right now now and that is exactly how I'm gonna come across Ah! and then I put in a picture of the home alone Macaulay Culkin face (laughs) 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 screaming that was it (laughs) that was my rant I ended it by saying fucking Sarah can fuck off (laughs) oh it's
0: definitely like oh god it's so relatable because the thing where you say it's like all subtext but it's just so true of like female relationships like They're so subtly bitchy, but you can't be like, they straight up did this bitchy thing because they never do. It's always
2: really subtle. It's true. I joke sometimes that I think I'm slightly autistic because I am really bad at picking up on subtlety or like when people are being... I don't know, saying one thing, but meaning another. Like I take Mm. everyone very literally. So I'm like, why is she being nice to me? But then this thing's happening that means that she's clearly like doing stuff to make sure I've got no friends behind my back. Like, I don't understand why you'd be like that. But it's all like, I guess at that age, like we were all like 22. It's a power trip thing, isn't it? You're like worried about not having friends. So you wanna like have the friends and I don't know. I've just never been like that. So I find it really hard when people play those games with me, A, to realize that it's happening. But when I do realize that it's happening, I'm like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. This is stupid. Don't need people like that in your life. No.
1: No. Wow. Well, I'm glad it all worked out in the end. Yeah. I mean, Russ... <laughs> Continued to be because
2: she got on really well with Russ's friend Tom, who gets mentioned a bit there. He was actually Russ's best man when we got married. So, Russ and Tom are still really good friends. They stayed in touch with Sarah for quite some time. Like, when I started going out with Russ properly back in the UK, they would still see her like every so often. They'd go out for like a drink or whatever as a group. I'd always be like, I hate her. I hate, I'm never coming with you to say hi because I'm just (laughs) not interested. to think she's a bitch. weirdly enough tom's now wife also has this impression of her even though she wasn't on Mountbatten at all she like has come to this conclusion independently so i'm like it's not just me thank god <laughs> so they don't really see her anymore
0: yeah they see
1: her as nothing
2: but trouble yeah yeah so now this Email is one from May 2008, so we've skipped on quite a bit since November in uh, the previous year. So clearly, you'd hope that I'm a bit more au fait with America and less scared of things. <laughs> um, so I've sent it on uh, Thursday, May the 8th, 2008, at 10:58 a.m. When I should have been probably working and not typing an email. This won't make sense until I explain it. But the subject says, "Sir, from where I'm standing, that would be a physical impossibility." I don't know if either of you have ever watched the movie A Night at the Roxbury. It's an early Will Ferrell movie. It's very funny if you do ever watch it, but it's very kind of 90s. But basically, I used to have it on DVD at uni. Holly and I would watch it quite a lot because it's quite amusing. There's a bit in it where there's a recurring like joke in it where they go, "Did you just grab my ass?" and then at one point the other person goes, "Sir, from where I'm standing that would be a physical impossibility." So, what I've done <laughs> is started the email with there was a picture that I took in uni of myself with a sign that says, "Holly, did you just just grabbed my ass and i'd obviously found this photo so i've put it at the start of the email because <laughs> clearly she's in the uk so she couldn't because it would be a physical impossibility <laughs> <laughs> so then the email starts i'm wise to your wily ways holly you grabbed my ass didn't you Seriously, how funny is that picture? Last night, due to the fact that I had zero dollars in my account, I spent most of the evening sorting through all of my uni pictures. So funny. I think my housemates thought I was having a heart attack or something because I was literally in hysterics but trying not to be, but I couldn't help it. Ha 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 ha. I nearly uploaded a load to Facebook, but then I ran out of time. But man, it makes me miss you guys. I can't remember why I started doing that. I hadn't planned it. Oh, yeah. I think it's because I realised someone I know from the January intake went to Exeter, which is where we went to university, and knows like loads of people that I know. But we've never met before. He's called Jack Seymour, and he used to play rugby with Graham and is like best mates with Simon Bailey, who did law. And apparently he worked (laughs) at the Cavern for the whole three years he was there on Monday and Thursday nights, not Saturdays, which was when we used to go. I would say, unfortunately, but I have a feeling that having seen the state of us at the cavern on a Saturday is not necessarily attractive. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha 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 ha. And so therefore, he knew Adam and all those peeps as well. Crazy. Small world, yes. So Chalice, this is a mutual friend of ours, is going back to Devon. Well, we didn't see that coming, I guess i'm sad that she couldn't take the plunge grow up and leave home but not everyone is like that some people like to keep the umbilical cord wrapped around them like a feather boa that's fine she just has to do what makes her happy like i had to go to new york you had to do your fashion marketing course and this is awful has to gain weight and sleep with everyone that's what we do (laughs) so mutual friend I just would like to say as a caveat I've written things that I probably would never say these days like I certainly would not body shame someone uh, it was 10 years ago right like yeah things have changed I hope we realise that we've all become a bit more woke oh yeah yeah then I continue the past couple of weeks have been all about the goodbyes and the changeover weird number one there was the official May intake leavers ball I think that was like two weeks ago on the Tuesday at which I did indeed wear the pink dusky dress and the Mark Jacobs belt and the grey cardigan I looked freaking hot <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I forgot my camera and there are no pictures of said outfit I'm sorry about that but who am I Gem Fatal. that's the name of a blogger that we used to follow
0: and
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was amazing. The venue was in Battery Park, which is the park where we got the ferry to the Statue of Liberty. And we all arrived after work just as the sun was setting over the water and the statue was in the distance and it was just beautiful. It was a really warm day as well, but there was a champagne reception and then three course dinner, open bar and the presentation of awards and stuff. And then we all made our way to the after party at a bar on the Lower East Side. And that is where my memory ends. (laughs) All I know (laughs) is, is that the next day was so painful at work but at least i didn't lose my wallet this time (laughs) two there was the may intakes actual last day when there's kind of a tradition to go to this bar in the meatpacking district brass monkeys after work that day as they move out the following day it was a crazy night i don't remember a lot of it but apparently eyewitness reports saw me and my friend russell talking very closely the whole evening i just remember the talking part (laughs) and the rest is very hazy (laughs) apart from I remember holding hands with him all the way home I don't think anything happened but the whole of Mountbatten seemed to be saying otherwise Mountbatten's the name of the internship but it's okay (laughs) we're still friends it's really not awkward in the slightest in fact we're going to the cinema tonight apparently we don't care about (laughs) exacerbating any existing rumours we live for that shit so that was weird (laughs) (laughs) but yes One thing I do remember about that night is also that I cried and Leah, my housemate, cried and Nat, my other housemate, did probably as well. Jez also cried, another housemate. Tom, (laughs) another housemate, did not. But that's because he's a real man. But he did have (laughs) manly tears in his eyes. It was so sad. I miss them a lot, a lot, a lot. (laughs) In the days leading up to Thursday, there were loads of emails going backwards and forth from all of us saying what we're going to miss about everyone. It was so sweet, but it's okay. Jez will be back on May the 22nd for a night out before he flies home. Tom is coming back for his birthday in June and staying with us, which will be mega exciting. And I think Jez is back again for a bit around July the 4th. So we'll still get visits. So now I am RA and having my own room is bizarre. At first I was like, no, I'm actually quite enjoying it. Our flat is like even tidier than before. It's pretty sweet. My room looks like a girl's room. Yay, what even that means. And it's nice being able to put my music on and stuff and keeping it tidy and watching films and things. I've become a member of Netflix. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I can't remember if I knew about it before I got out here or not like the best thing ever you pay like ten dollars a month or something and they send out dvds to you and you have a queue <laughs> of what you want sent out and when you're done you mail it back and they send out another one the next business day all postage is paid for no late fees it's like the easiest thing ever <laughs> clearly streaming was like like way nobody had even thought of streaming at this point <laughs> so i've been watching a lot of films that way I've got a lot of Disney films coming up in my Netflix queue, and that is because it's 15 days until Disney. I'm so freaking excited. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's where all my money is going at the moment, but it's more worth it than life. I think as I have stopped going in chronological order, my remaining remarks are going to be a series of random thoughts flying around my brain. <laughs> One, I have been listening almost non-stop to the following. All the Young Dudes by Mott the Hopple, Benny and the Jets by Elton John, Susudio by Phil Collins, oh yes. A Punk by Vampire Weekend, thank you Holly. Conk by The Kooks, seeing them in June, yay. And the whole of the new Madonna album Hard Candy because it is literally the bomb diggy. Plus, there are total power (laughs) songs on there for the old gym. My faves are incredible and Heartbeat. Ah, I love that one. If you haven't got it, get it. It's Fantasmic and that is a cross between fantastic and orgasmic, really. (laughs) two it's been mega hot here i've heard it's been nice at home too so that's good but like hot hot like i'm an actual sweaty mess when i'm not in the a office god knows what summer's going to be like a nightmare that's what straight hair so doesn't work in these conditions it's going to be curly most of the time from here on out i think i'm totally channeling old school carrie bradshaw with her long blonde curls haha ha, i don't really have a choice <laughs> Three, I need more fake tan, and I need to get better at applying it. Four. I have kept up with the gym due to aforementioned music I managed to run for 40 minutes yesterday this coming from someone who could manage two last year ha 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 woohoo five you know I love Starbucks my winter fave was a venti peppermint mocha well I found my new summer fave it's a grande vanilla bean frappuccino with whip yummy not too much of them though they are 340 calories per drink so yummy <laughs> yummy though I think this explains the gym <laughs> and six i think that's all (laughs) i think we should have another skype session this weekend i love you and miss you and love your face big time kiss 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 kiss
1: what happened next with russell i do remember we held
2: hands on the train all the way home and then we parted ways at the apartment but that was may and then i think it wasn't until august I want to say, Obama had just done like a big rally speech because obviously it was 2008, so it was the run-up to the election. He had a big rally one evening, and so we had a party to watch it. At the end of that party, everyone went onto the roof of the building, which uh, where we lived in New Jersey, um, which was amazing because it used to have this beautiful view over at Manhattan, so you'd see the entire Manhattan skyline. I'm not sure we were really strictly supposed to be able to get onto the roof because it was quite (laughs) dangerous, but we used to anyway. At that point, everyone was very, very drunk again There's <laughs> a theme there. And that was the first time we kissed on the roof. And then I don't remember much after that, because I uh, aforementioned alcohol. <laughs> but Basically, <laughs> we started like hooking up fairly regularly in the last month of our internship. By the time we had our own, I think I alluded in that email to the Levers ball. Um, so every intake before they left for their at the end of their year, where well, they would have like a, a Levers. ball ball they used to call it which was like a meal and a award ceremony and like everyone would go out and get drunk and hammered and whatever and then everyone would leave the next day we had our leavers ball and then everything was great it came to the day of leaving i was meant to get a taxi to the airport to go home with some friends because the taxi fare was Expensive if you were an intern, so we were going to split it between us to make it cheaper. And I had like no money left at the end of the year. I didn't go out there with any savings, so I had like nothing. Uh, Russ had called me that day because he was staying on for various reasons in the country um, and not going home yet. So he called me and was like, "When are you leaving?" And I was like, "I'm literally leaving in like half an hour." And he was like, "Oh, I'm in the city, but I want to say goodbye." And I was like, "Right, well." my taxi's in half an hour, what do you want me to do? I can't (laughs) not go. And he was like, oh, he was like, I'll be really, really quick, I'll be really quick. I'll I'll come back now, I'll come back now, I'm leaving. So he was coming back and in the end, I let the taxi go with my friends. Like they went off without me because I waited for Russ to come so that we could say goodbye. I literally had $50 like left in my wallet. Like that was all I had, I had nothing in my account. So I had to get a taxi like on my own And the fare was $50, but then obviously in America, they expect to tip as well. And I was literally like in tears, like this is all I have because I saved
0: behind (laughs) for a stupid boy and I'm really sorry that I can't tip you and you probably have like
2: five kids. Oh God. And then to make matters worse, when I got to the airport, my suitcase was too heavy because obviously it had a year's worth of stuff in it and I had no money to pay for excess baggage so I was there at the airport like literally I mean it was the forever 21 massacre of 2008 because I was just (laughs) throwing clothes away like my life depended it in the bin and so I could get on the plane and like leave that was the kind of short term what happened we were hooking up and like left and came home then we didn't really speak properly like we kept like in touch ish over facebook but then it wasn't until about three or four years later that he saw wow. that i tweeted a mutual friend to say i'm going out tonight in an area of london that he happened to be living in at the time and was like i live there oh it's been ages why don't i come and say hi and i was like yeah sure and then we were kind of inseparable ever ever since <laughs> so, yeah. it's so interesting it's, yeah. It took actually years after that point for you to get together yeah yeah very strange ah. but we We got married, it'll be two years ago this weekend, and interestingly, the reason we chose the date for our wedding is because that was the date that we had the kiss at the Obama rally on top of the building. So, Oh,
1: that's nice. (laughs) That would be 10 years ago today. Yeah. What I was going to ask was, did he admit that he'd been in love with you ever since you fell asleep on his lap? No. Obviously no. No, he's never said that
2: i think it took him a bit longer like boys are a bit slow (laughs) like i don't think they realize they're like oh actually i do like having that person around and maybe i do like them more than everyone else and huh yeah maybe i can't imagine my life without them and yeah and then they get there (laughs) but yeah wow it's so slow motion yeah it's all right though i have my fair share of fun between i wasn't like pining for him (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't sound like it. I think if it took years as well, it's just sort of like the timing was right and you met again. Absolutely. It, it was just kind of a fling to begin with.
2: <laughs> I went out to New York. I'd had a massive breakup with my first ever boyfriend that kind of spring before it was getting to the stage where I couldn't I was finding it really hard to like move on we'd been together since I was like 16 and I was obviously like 22 at that point and I was like I don't know who I am without this guy and it that was part of the reason I applied for this internship because I was like I have to leave the country like if I stay here I'm just going to keep bumping into him and I'm not going to get him out of my system I need to go somewhere else so I, I went to America and it was the best thing I ever did for various mm. reasons but that was one of the best things. And I actually think if Russ and I had like tried to make it a thing at that point, I don't think I would have been in the right emotional state to just jump basically from one thing to the other like I think it was really important for me to have those years where I was like to do something with the person that I found in myself in America like I discovered who I was without this ex-boyfriend with me like I was my own person and I was making my own friends for the first time really in my adult life and I'm glad that I got the years to do that without a significant other influencing it if you see what I mean yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah I think it was important but it's funny to look back and see like where it kind of started I do actually think it's really good to be friends first with a significant other if you can and that is one of the things we always say is that we just are together because we genuinely like spending time together and that's really good so <laughs> so what about Holly? Where's Holly now? And Holly's great. Holly got married uh, last September and I was a bridesmaid. She lives in London with me, although we don't live as close as we used to. So immediately after I came back from America, I had a couple of months with my mum and dad where I was finding a job in London. Once I'd found a job, I moved in with Holly and we did end up living in that other friend that you heard about. We lived in her... dad's flat in Croydon for about three years that flat that I poo-pooed so heavily Um, we all lived there for three years and then I moved out with another friend from New York who was on the internship and we moved further into central London and then Holly moved I think about six months later closer to me and then we lived fairly close together in the same sort of area of London for good three or four years and then she bought a place a little bit further out south london and i'm kind of east london so we're about an hour away from each other on the train so we do see each other fairly often but it's not like it was in the old days when we lived together obviously but it's still mm. we're still very close
1: cool i love that all the guys you talk about have such british names like tom and Jiz, and simon oh, yeah graham <laughs> yeah I do- yeah i never thought about that yeah they do all have british names yeah <laughs> yeah
0: not like randy parker or
2: you know, you know american names yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's true like all of the guys in the office in america were things like scott or Amel or martin there was a martin i guess it's quite universal but yeah yeah you know, i know what you mean you can tell yeah oh there was a, a hector. hector yeah oh, sorry i'm just remembering them all <laughs> Um, Just one more thing. That little like
0: whole segue about Netflix and how you can rent DVDs. It so really funny. set that email in time. It's place yeah. in time. So like what we know Netflix funny. has now is so different. Yeah, you don't even use totally. DVDs anymore.
2: Yeah, it is so funny to like look at that and think, oh yeah, I
1: remember when Netflix was DVDs. God, that's crazy. <laughs> it was like a different time. Okay, is there anything that you would like to say to the Laura Jane of 2007, 2008?
2: That's a good question.
1: I'd like to say,
2: don't care so much about what other people think about you. You're a great girl. Just don't worry about stupid boys. It all works out in the end. And yes, he, the guy that you fell asleep with on Thanksgiving, uh, he did actually like you after all. It wasn't your imagination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for sharing your life with us. Yeah. Thank you so oh, much for coming you. on the podcast. Really, really interesting. Although you did some awkward things and some frustrating things in the past that you may feel bad about, the truth is, sorry, Laura-Jane, you're wonderful.
2: (laughs) Oh, you guys. It's too much. You guys are wonderful too. It's been a bit like a therapy session. Thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed it. I loved it. (laughs) It was so interesting finding out about people's lives, especially that like coming of age time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's a great time
0: maybe if you're comfortable with it the cover art could be um Holly did you touch my ass that photo yeah if you can I find can send it. you that
2: photo totally yeah 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 that's
0: cool no problem because <laughs> then you're gonna <laughs> watch, listen to the episode f- figure out what oh, the fuck that yeah, means yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good idea good idea <laughs> yeah I can send that no problem <laughs> all right cool enjoy your food have a good yes. night okay, you have a
2: good bye. Uh, Sunday bye bye bye, bye. bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a comment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at high expectations Podcast, or on Twitter at highexpodcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week. Fuck that hot. How'd you drink that shit? Oh, you wait till it cools down. Oh, now.
0: Also, if you put milk <laughs> in it, it makes it cooler. Oh, actually, sometimes... <laughs> oh, this is a boring story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, <laughs>